Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and your race. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> DJ Bunker in the house. Yo, 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 yo. Some bitches got engaged. I just watched. Uh, welcome back, Trashlings. We are here to talk about the finale of The Bachelorette, a.k.a. The Trashlorette. I'm Sarah Armour. This is... Casey Bunker. And this week, Sarah revealed to me that you can watch The Bachelor on two times speed. Game and changing. everything's different now. That would change the game for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, part of why this is a little bit late, or you guys are on my gram, you know that I found Pool Office North Jersey, and I couldn't bear to leave. I thought, okay, I'm just going to watch when I get home. But it had not been DVR'd, and then they were, like, withholding the episode. I was to drop at 5 a.m. on Hulu. 8 a.m. I woke up. I set my alarm for this shit. Okay? And... At 8 a.m., there was no app, and there was ABC had no app. So we, I don't know why. I think it had to do with that issue with during Brand. Like I missed all of the breakup, and so did other people, at least in the Philly area. I don't know outside oh. of that, but like I even went back because I have YouTube TV, and like I even went back and tried to catch it again, and it still skipped. So I missed the whole breakup. So I think someone realized that that it happened at least in some areas, and they were probably trying to fix it, and then said, you know what, we can't even get this right. It's time to it's time to chuck something out the wall. Well, I will say though, when I just watched back in double speed, and I did skip after the final rows. You can film me, and I watched a few of the clips, but um, he, I did see the whole breakup. So that is the one thing I can speak to. So that's so great. I just watched it. Right, and after the final rows was fine, but it wasn't like a Katie Thurston Greg Grippo moment. So you know, right, there was, so like, it was, there was sort of like nothing to discuss. I mean, I, I I I was happy to skip it just now. You said if you want to watch, we could talk about. It. I said no, no. Actually, don't want to watch at all. Uh, yeah, because I can't. I mean, I saw like two seconds of because because this show was like live airing. Really, what I mean is live after the final rose, if that. But it's like the minute that I caught a glimpse of somebody in a Santa costume, I was like, I am not doing this. And that's that's what it is. It, I don't know who that was, why he was involved. I don't know why they got so like holiday crazy. I guess they don't usually air it that this late in the season. Well, and I also think they got so holiday crazy because unless there is like a Grippo Katie confrontation in the making, it's nothing but a marketing event. Yes. Wow. Yes. So it's like, and I it, don't really need the, the shtick. I don't need the tchotchkes. You don't need to throw me a shirt. We're not at a, a lacrosse game. You know what I mean? It's like. Right. Because it's, it's, like, it's it literally. Like a cheerleader doing a pep squad thing for Bachelor Nation. Yeah. It goes two ways. It's either the. It's either the really nice. I'm, I You just weren't the right person, but blah, blah, blah. Boring, boring, boring thing that it was this time with the second with the first runner-up is what I mean 
or it's the Greg Grippo drama drama. So it you get a good show or you get a, a so-so show. So we right. got a so-so show, very skippable. Let's dial it back and talk about this lovely little finale. First of all, you were fucking right. You've been <gasps> right about so many things, but you called it. You yes. said that the reason that they planted Brandon early was so that he could kind of be the almost like just like a tool for confusion for Michelle in these final moments because he met the family first. He had a relationship with them. This is now time too. The family's like, we want Brandon to be part of our family. I mean, I couldn't believe how much LaVon loved Brandon, you know? So uh, much. Funny that her name is LaVon, just side note, not what I would have guessed. Looks like more of a Janine, but okay. So it's definitely a more of a Janine vibe there. LaVon. Tricky, tricky LaVon. Mm-hmm. But no, no matter, I, I was blown away that she was so... Bro, Brandon seriously got got won over by his charms. And I will say we've been watching him talk to Michelle all season. So I didn't quite put together that he is that like kind of flirty with everyone, I think, or at least every woman like like his his kind of hushed tones. And I I just think your daughter could be could be so great with everyone. And I was kind of like, you know, Brandon, you don't need to flirt with mama bear. Some mama bears want to be flirted with. You well, know, that's what it is. I, I think she's a flirty bitch. And I think she was like, I think he he did charm her. She did win. I mean, that's where Brandon's chart is. I want to say after watching this episode, I wholeheartedly believe that he is Aquarius moon for a few reasons. Okay. Because he, he's a Leo son. So he is flirty. He is like, you know, he's, he's expressive. He's lovable. He's childlike. Yes. The reason I think he's an Aquarius moon, two reasons. Number one, because oftentimes... When the moon, uh, when when Saturn is transiting your moon on an inner level. And so Saturn is in Aquarius currently. Yes. Oftentimes when Saturn is transiting your moon, a number of things can happen. But in this case, you know, Saturn makes things really serious. It's asking for maturity. It's asking for commitment. It's a- So I think on a soul level, Saturn was, was basically that's part of where he was like I am marrying this woman like he does have he was feeling this I mean because I mean the whole episode to me was was pretty cringe um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we all knew what they well I, I don't know if we all knew you you we the trashler nation knew because you told us and you were right so we were just watching this unfolding of like he's just like the mom and dad are so in love with him and it's exactly what you fucking said and, and and this whole thing with them being like he's just like dad he's just like dad he's just, I'm like okay dad seems pretty great and nice and stuff but like maybe she doesn't need someone who's just like dad maybe she's her own person and she can have someone who's a little like dad in some ways a little like mom in some ways maybe and maybe just a little bit himself in some ways maybe this yeah. person doesn't need to be dad right we're not looking to just marry our parents any longer that is a a paradigm shift that we are begging you to make. Become your own person, find your own partner, which we do see in the end, Michelle does. But yeah, yeah, right. The family's insistence on, he's just like us. Brandon and Michelle barely know each other. It's been a cool eight weeks. You guys met twice. Let's relax on identifying him as father. Like, like, we don't know him. We don't know him. And I hated. Give Ephraim some more credit than that. Right. He's a special guy. Yeah. yeah. No one's like him, okay? But I think that... You're going to say you hated something. I hated Brandon's confidence the whole episode. Mm. Um, 
that's where I, I do feel that what we were seeing, not that he didn't love Michelle, I think he did, but I mean, you know, when we're talking about Michelle and Brandon, we're talking about sun signs that are on television that are Gemini and Leo. These are two signs that on an ego level, in terms of performance and how they show up and show off, it is about expressing in a sort of attention seeking. I don't mean that in a bad way, but in sort of a me, 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 like look at me, look at you, look at us. It's emotional, it's dramatic. But I think that the seriousness, like his insistence on that being his future, that being his wife, his complete dismissal of Nate as a possibility, the I would say objectively more attractive, taller, <laughs> I'd say so. Swaggerific, cooler guy in maybe every single way. He's like, nah, I know we're going to get married. It's like, yes, on the one hand, it was about Michelle. On the other hand, if he was a Capricorn moon, which depending on, we just don't have the time. So the moon changes. Like if he was born later in the day, he is an Aquarius moon. If he was born earlier in the day, he's a Capricorn moon, a late degree Capricorn moon or an early degree Aquarius moon. I think he's an Aquarius moon because a Capricorn moon as a Capricorn moon myself, I feel that I can speak to this. What Capricorn moons care about is status and is like how you're viewed by the public. And so a Capricorn moon would show confidence, but wouldn't be so foolish yes, as to yes, declare yes, yes. it a win when it very obviously is a 50-50 shot and there's obviously a different, like a, a, an Aqu- a Capricorn but- moon would have known that he wasn't going to win is the truth. That's right. And I also I have two other thoughts on that. One thing I don't I think Brandon's a little disconnected from reality with the earrings and the hair, like his whole vibe. He thinks he's nailing it and it's it's not quite there. And I think he got a little swaggy. He got a little more swaggy in the after the final rose where he was working those attributes more. And I was like, I don't mind the earring so much now. It still wouldn't be my cup of tea, but I think there is a disconnect for him there where he is just so confident. And like you're saying, in what he's bringing to the table and it, it's not quite what the people are going for right now. Second thing I'll say. What the people, right. He is extremely like, you know, he reminds me of looks wise, even though it's like a different look off, but, but go with me here. What was the, was it Kevin from the Backstreet Boys? Yes. Do you know what yes. I mean? He has a Kevin from the Backstreet Boys vibe. Just like a such specific look that he's loving. I'm picturing like long cargo shorts in the summer. Absolutely And like a fedora happening. and a fedora. And like yes, would, he's doing dance moves on the dance floor. Like, would, like choreographed. Yeah. He's not like grinding up behind you, letting his like chub get chub. He's let's do the Michael Jackson dance. I said he was Michael Jackson. Sometimes he can't talk like this. I think he sort of has like a, a a Kevin from the Backstreet Boys meets Michael Jackson vibe. That is, which is not a great. He's it's not to the be best cool vibe. He is with that combo. Yeah, yeah. Right, sweet angel, sweet angel, but but not a good vibe combo. Now the second thing that I'd like to say about that is where this false confidence is coming from. Is Michelle did tell him that she loved him? I I I was really bothered by every every time Brandon was on the screen this episode I was think I was looking for 3x on I was like get me I've got to this is my work I've got to watch her <laughs> talk about it this is my but I could skip the I mean it was so painful from top to bottom when it came to the whole Brandon storyline because yeah not only was he completely confident but she was saying to him why did she have to do it's one thing to keep it with the I'm falling in love with you because we kind of all know we all watched 18 seasons now we know right like for her to the audacity to literally say to him it's now changed for me I've gone from falling in love with you to being fully in love with you right his confidence 
even though vibes wise, he's not you're going, but but he's not. That's like the one thing he's not totally off on because she right. said to him in the final moments, "It's changed for me. I that she, I'm not. I'm no longer in the phase of falling in love with you. I am fully in love with you. How dare you, Michelle?" Yeah, like, and usually that's such a faux pas. And especially like when guys do it, like they're already making a big deal out of Clayton doing it on his season. And like, nobody even mentioned that she did this at all. I mean, I think it's fine. Love who you love. And maybe the Gen Z crowd has a different vibe on this. And they're just very poly. And I'm not with it at this moment in time. But well, so, you know, go ahead. But I have but a like, on that too. This is a franchise that is known for tearing people apart when they do that. And it was just completely missed by everyone. And I'm curious. It's and Brandon didn't even seem to mind, and nor did Nate. Well, the interesting thing to me is that, based on her chart, North Node conjunct Moon in Sag, at the end of the day, I think finding a partner would probably be what aligns most with the traditional Sagittarian capital T truth. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but as the South Node is actually today, tomorrow it moves in to Scorpio and Taurus. This is the last day. Perfect timing to even discuss this, all things considered. But this is the last day of the Gemini Sagittarius eclipse portal. 18 months of fate having its way with us in terms of partnerships and belief systems. We have a return of Ben and Jen, and we no longer believe in any political party other than the Moon Party. Come to the Moon Yule, okay? What about um, Biven? (laughs) Oh, Biven, yeah. You know, Molly always puts the kibosh (laughs) on my big ideas. Yeah, she'll do that. I couldn't even believe, I listened to the episode, I couldn't believe she didn't didn't even get a laugh out of her. (laughs) Like when you said, like, let Bivons be... (laughs) Let Bivons be Bivons! Make a merch! (laughs) Oh my god! Like Michelle, I feel so seen. Thank you, Gemini, from one Gemini to another. It is not. Oh my god, we are here to fucking play. That's so funny though, because that also they kept saying, "I I feel so seen. I see you." Like that was Brandon's thing. He's like, "From the first time I saw you, I feel like I saw you." Right. I was like, "What?" Yeah, there's gotta be again as the North Node completes its journey in Gemini. Let's let's actually work on our vocabulary a little bit, everybody. And I don't even mean expand upon it. I mean create new language there weren't there aren't any other words for that really from the moment i laid eyes on you i felt that i i could see into your soul i mean maybe this is where efficiency isn't the goal and we want to just use more words to try to just have a little bit of there's a little variety in a sentence yeah i don't know i found him and nate both like just and and um her as well like during the after final rose I found everyone to be very like talking in platitudes and cliches like for this whole episode and maybe the whole season. And I'm like, just keep it real, guys. But I think that might be a pre-Saturn return kind of vibe where they're like, this looks great. This, like, you know, and not just being like, well, so yeah, I saw her and I met and I knew I wanted to like be with her. So I didn't watch the After the Final Rose. I so I did watch the house thing. We'll get there. But you can tell me more if it's interesting. But but here's the thought that I did have as the nodes are about to shift. You know, regardless of the way that we perceive marriage as a culture, yeah, it is highly likely, based on the astrology, that we are going to start living, despite all COVADs, it's highly likely that we are going to move into a future where communal living, community is, is that is what we learned this Gemini season right this did feel like the zombie apocalypse and we found out who was in our 
quarpod or who's in our base camp That's during right. the apocalypse. So, and I and I think that polyamory, which is an interesting, what we may think is a very a very new concept, but the truth is, it actually just covers for what I think is a very normal problem in marriages, which is it can be boring. And, you, you know, uh, it's it's boring. It's not that exciting once you know what you're getting. There's a lack of desire when you're with someone every single day. I mean, I don't know. I'm not married. But, like, it's interesting. In my coaching practice, I work with a number of married people. They're not necessarily, like, polyamorous per se. But there is a – they, like, they have said – like, m- multiple have said, like, if we want to fuck other people, we can. We, we are open to threesomes. We're down for whatever. And – I, I asked one of them, like, if you met someone that you liked, like, what would you do? Because I'm just curious. I'm like, what would you do? And she's like, we're married. We're staying married. Anybody else that we bring into this relationship does need to be, like, okay by the other. But, like, we're down for a life where we can be independent together. They're, these people are a little bit younger than us. And it, it, one of them is. One of them is not. But it makes sense to me on some level. I was feeling from Michelle at the, at the end there, like, you know what? There is a world, and again, maybe this is just because it works for me right now. There is a world that exists where you can get all of your needs met, especially Gemini to Gemini, with two different people. I have fabulous relationships with the men in my life. They are all like sort of savants which is a huge part of my Capricorn, Moon, Mars ego. I love people that are talented. I love people that are best, right? Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Happy Capricorn season. But, sorry, I could cut that out. That wasn't the best. But, um, LOL. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. That was a little Brandon in me. That was a little Brandon moment in me. But, <laughs> but um, we have a little Brandon in us, right? But, but it's like, I don't think it's like when you really fall in love, no one else exists anymore. I think you can love multiple people. I mean, maybe there is a difference between that feeling of in love which i think when we're saying that what we're what we're describing is actually more of an infatuation like it's like a you're the one i am obsessed with or you're the person yeah. who i am in love with but at the end of the day in love is a commitment it's a choice to remain committed to working on this relationship and you're so in love that you choose to do the work of loving each other. And in that case, I think it is possible to fall in love with multiple people. And I think it's possible to love multiple people. And I don't think it has to be like secrets and hiding. I think, you know, I mean, these two actually were pretty comfortable together being her two boyfriends. I mean, they didn't seem to have yeah. too much. In fact, they barely saw each other, right? Like they didn't seem to have too much animosity between them. They weren't jealous of each other. They didn't, they really actually functionally as a, as a tripod were kind of fine, you know? Like, yeah. so I didn't think that she was wrong to tell him how she felt, except no. that this ends in an engagement and she fucking knows that. Right. You're setting the man up for failure. If it was normal life and all parties were consenting to this yeah. and we were going to carry on in this way, which, which also, we'll get to when we talk about Clayton's uh, preview during after the final rose. Um, but then, then yeah, like do your thing, have your fun, but this is, you know, the bachelor franchise. Like right, it just seemed mean. It seemed mean of Michelle to do that. Yes. And then especially cause goes. she's freaking out of his league. Um, right. Well, that's the whole thing. How could we all be, you know what I feel was happening? I do think she, I don't think she fell in love with him. I think that was a lie, but I yeah. do think she came to love him deeply Yes. And she does love him. And I think that 
it's what I it's what I said a few episodes ago. The, the vibe that I was getting watching it was that she was being sincere, but it was almost one of those things where it's like, have me on record. Like, make sure that you know that I did fall in love with you, even if I don't pick you. Like, like almost like, not guilt or obligation, but just like, I do care. I don't want to break your heart. So until the moment that I have like to, the gold star. Keep- the right. teacher giving the gold star. Right. I'm going to keep saying, good work, Brandon. Good work, Brandon. Good work, Brandon. Yeah. And I want you to know that I see you. And you got an A in seeing me too. And that is, and I think she was really trying to almost like over-appreciate him. I don't think she took more than five seconds. To, I, I think it was a lock a couple episodes ago. Right. Yeah. Like, I had forgotten too that... um what's his, Nate got the first impression rose I know when they said that at the very end I was like it was always Nate it really was always Nate it was and they and you know what I found out it's what I said too I, I said I, I have a feeling because of just how cool he's being he never applied to the bachelor he was at a pool party with someone who was applying for the bachelor the guy didn't get picked but the girl was like we're looking for x y and z types he submitted Nate oh my gosh. Nate yeah. turned the show down twice. <gasps> Love Nate that. Going after him saying, we got to get you on the season. We got to get you on the season. Finally, shocked to me because his parents seemed to be completely dead in the heart until the moms met. But <laughs> it's like, like all of his friends, according to the robot voice on the video I watched, all of his friends and family urged him strongly to do the show. And in the end, he decided like, you know, fuck it you know let's have an adventure the other thing that i learned about him is that it's not it's night okay it's night that he ha- had never had another relationship before it's that he's his parents had a rule that you're not allowed to bring girls home until after you graduate from college oh they are so head in their ass this family like them going he's never been in a relationship it's like actually mom it's like my mom being like don't smoke pot until whatever it's like okay i'm gonna lie to you about smoking pot until this time. right you know what i mean it's like, we're gonna it makes me wonder a little bit if the producers like kind of started feeding this narrative to those parents to to michelle's parents to like her herself and kind of just were like do you do you think he's ready though like do you think because to me it was like I think we're being a little hard on Nate here. Like, it doesn't seem like he's not that ready. Which, like, Dude, speaking and, of... And so- the way that we're talking about how, like, he was not that quick to open up. I don't know. I think he's been really vulnerable and, yeah. and sincere. He didn't... He's not on The Bachelor because he wants to be. The universe... And, and there's more to discuss because this... I actually think this is fate <laughs> working just as the Gemini Sag Eclipse cycle becomes no more for another 18, 19 years. They had to get this Bachelorette season in because i think this is gonna work i think remember we looked at their charts it, they were a gemini 29 degree pair you know right he's a gemini sag he's a cancer which means that he's sort of like a a home base for that's why i kind of also thought if she really was also in love with brandon he may be able to handle he may be secure enough and you know a new moon in cancer after everything that Cancer and Capricorn have been to, it is going to be a new paradigm in terms of like the family structure, the family unit, the community uh, operations. I'm not saying that we're all going to be like Mormon polygamists, but I do think that farm life and communities where there are more than one, even if even if no one's fucking each other, 
you know, having next door neighbors that feel like your other parents and mm-hmm. really because we are in an apocalypse and and we need to actually have more than just our little like singular nucleus. That's why I like this, the Scorpio Taurus energy is about to get its world rocked because if you have a lot of Scorpio in your chart, even though because that's the next that's the next eclipse cycle. That's the next eclipse cycle starting okay. tomorrow and it's the south node in Scorpio. At its best, Scorpio is deep intimacy. At its worst, it is secrets, lies, and abuse of power because you know someone's something and you use it, right? Instead of it being Darn. sustainable for all. So what's happening in the money system, aside from it being completely fucking fiction anyway and made up and the value of a dollar is fucking nil, but but the reason it means so much to us as our currency is because there has been an abuse of power. Not only was the system not built to support anybody uh, holistically, like it's not, it's, it's, it's specifically not built to support everybody, but when you have it, you have the power. So you're actually hoarding money or you're, you're taking from others and then you're making the rules. And so you're, yeah, you're working with people intimately, but you're, you're not really doing it in an actually intimate way. Whereas I think that Nate, because he's a new moon in cancer, we already had the cancer Capricorn cycles right now. There is a Venus retrograde with Pluto in Capricorn opposing. I think there are going to be new Capricorn public structures when it comes to love and family, because functionally at the end of the day, even the richest people got COVID and died. And even Bill Gates is on Epstein Island. There is a huge disconnect between mm-hmm. value and values and a huge disconnect between what we think makes us safe money versus what actually makes us safe community. Wow. And so, just like the ability to have a fuck pass, I think, marriage. Yeah. Do you, I, I wonder if they would, so, okay. So basically this all happened around that June eclipse, which we talked about so much during our Batch in Paradise podcast. Yep. Okay, and- so- let me, so, so, sorry, keep going. Let me pull up the chart. Yeah. And that's crazy because this Gemini Sagittarius eclipse cycle that Sarah's referencing was happening just at this time. And Michelle is a Sag moon gem sun. Yep. Crazy stuff for her. It's, it's okay. So he wrote, Nate wrote that post. He said June 9th, 2021. So we, we assume that's the day that they got engaged, right? Yes, I think so. Sounds significant. I think that here, we can check the toast, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I looked it right up immediately. So I look it up and I am grinning like the Cheshire cat hair because on that day that we did belabor back during the days of paradise, fucking, we had the moon, the north node, the sun, and communicator extraordinaire Mercury, Mercury was retrograde, calling back old partnerships. It was a new moon in Gemini, meaning this was a whole new faded cycle of people actually connecting with their right partners. Also during that time, Jupiter, who now is about to go back into Pisces, but it was at the first degree of Pisces, giving us all a sort of a sort of glimpse of the future, but then Jupiter retrograded back into Aquarius and now everybody has COVID again, right? But Pisces, when it, when Jupiter moves into Pisces. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Later in 2022... There will be a lifting of the sort of heavy Aquarian energy that we're feeling because Saturn is in Aquarius governing the people in ways that we are questioning and feeling restricted by and feeling like we don't know who to trust and there's no light in the sky. When Jupiter moves into Pisces, I do think that we're going to see the beginning of, of an artist's revolution. It will be a, um, you know, sort of a renaissance for us because we are going to start to you know Jupiter expands what is Pisces big love what is Pisces music the arts it is God it's the universe it is it is Christ conscious universal love higher love is the message and when so is this happening it's happening I mean I could get the exact date it's happening later this year but okay in in this summer for a very brief period Jupiter moved out of Aquarius into Pisces we all were like wow utopia exists we all were lifted. That We all could go out again. There was partying. We weren't stuck in the house at that exact moment. And then it was like, oh, actually, Jupiter is going back into Aquarius. And now we are getting the expansion of. Now, Jupiter in Aquarius isn't inherently limiting. But because Saturn is there and has been there, it is limiting. Because Saturn is daddy. Got it. Jupiter's yep. like flirty daddy. More of a Brandon. That's the thing. I think Nate is a Saturn daddy. Just in the way that he is, I think Nate is a beautiful, divine, masculine representative. I think he has been so cool, so calm, collected. I do think he meditates. I also think it's kind of interesting with, I mean, again, it might have just been the producers, but it seemed, and this is a very cancer thing, the amount of other people's shit that was being put onto Nate, I mean, yeah. everyone projected, they're like, he wasn't vulnerable, he's not really yeah. he was so vulnerable. I know, and like, who gives a crap about this vulnerability thing? Like, it, uh, it, it's getting so annoying. <laughs> well, but it's also I mean, like, it I actually think it was, is, but I think he was more. I, I care about vulnerability, but I think we're not using. That's what I'm saying. The language, the language. It's not. Yeah, Brandon being goo goo gaga over you isn't that vulnerable. It's actually, it's actually spiritual bypassing. If you want to know what I think on a dramatic, on a I dramatic agree way. because he's not like taking the time to get to know her. He's just like, nope, I'm, I'm set up. I'm from good. the minute I I'm got here, right? me he, up for life. From, he was there to find his wife, and he signed up to meet Michelle. So it really wasn't that vulnerable for him to be all in on her. That's what the fucking show is. Right, exactly. And it was, like, kind of freaking fake. Yeah. So then there's that um, super cheesy letter from Brandon. I don't even want to go there. Like, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Cheesy-ass cheesy letters like that that come out of nowhere, and it was so desperate. You can't. It's so desperate. It is truly... A, it, it, you know what? You threw a Hail Mary pass last ep to even be here this ep. 
two Hail Marys in a game, you've lost the game. You, you don't get two big shots to, to win. I mean, I guess there are, like, some, I don't know, sports. Maybe there's a bunch of, like, late-game touchdowns that just change everything. But in general, this isn't sports. If That's she's right. not going to pick you, she's not going to. There's You don't want to win your wife because the letter. You don't want her to be like, oh, well, I was going to choose the other guy. But then you sent me that letter at the last second. So I said, I'll stick around. Right. I mean, that could it couldn't be less romantic like he right that's it's the same thing as his look though and the fedoras and the fucking it's like in your <laughs> the mind, hypothetical fedoras i yeah i don't know we, i just i can i can see it so clearly now just like he could see so his with michelle so again it's alleged I, I and i'm alleging it but like i just don't think that yeah i just i don't think that he is that it's not smart. It's just like sincere. Maybe he's, he's not that sincere. Like, or, and like you know what? Again, that's did. why that's why Aquarius moon Leo's son. So he's like performative. I'm here for love. I'm here for marriage. But then that Aquarius moon is like, you're like, is he a lizard? Like, how could he even think? How could he feel this wrongly? How could he be ignoring Nate? How could he be wearing those cargo shorts? Why would he wear fedoras when he's not on the show? I'm just kidding. We don't know about that. That is alleged. I am spreading. Why would he? Oh, why would he? But if anybody has a picture of Brandon, in a fedora, please send to uh, space space trash podcast at gmail.com. I'll make it an email address. But so, point being that Brandon is, yeah, he's Aquarius. I, I want to make a strong case. He is Aquarius. This was an Aquarius moon trying to play the part of a Leo love. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, yeah. Aquarius moons, they are tapped in to the collective but they are not that tapped in to the individual within the collective. And that's what yes. we're seeing. Yes. 100%. Now tell, fill me in on the breakup because I was unable to access that what they said in the beginning was like the most dramatic breakup in all of Bachelor history. Okay. Well then show it to me, please. Yeah. yeah. First of all, they made it so dramatic that they didn't show it. So how right. dramatic are you, ABC? That's what you get for fucking putting people in these positions and then like selling it fuck you but okay nobody saw the drama you fucking dramatic fucking bitches anyway True. enjoy your fucking fat marketing event your fucking santa green <laughs> santa what are you fucking non-denominational fuck off anyway it was deeply painful i hated every single moment of the entire thing because we knew that michelle was about to break up with him she was staying there saying i did fall for brandon but now i have to break up with him because nate is obviously that dude and so she's in the car driving up. He is, like, pumping his fist, like, here it is, here it is. They let him pick the ring. He picked, you know, they... Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Fuck them for that. But right. then they do something that... I, maybe I just didn't notice it the other seasons or what, but they do something that is so hyper-twisted. I mean, thank God he's an Aquarius moon because he actually probably can get over this pretty quickly because they're sort of unfeeling. But it's like... He gets there. He is obviously on cloud fucking nine. She looks like she's been crying, is about to cry. There's sort of a a grimace on her face. And then, I believe this is the fault of the producers, he launches into his proposal. Long proposal. They do this. They do this. How dare they? Yeah. And then they did it. All season long, she is there with the roses giving them out. This is her show. I know. For her then to be off the hook for choosing and to let them go through a proposal like that is cruel. I, An animal cruelty 
happening before our eyes. I know. And I'm dying to know what they get for like for every second you let him talk and tell him tell you how much he loves you. You get another thousand dollars or something. I don't no, straight know. Straight up. For her to not have in- I mean, it's like a ten minute clip. I mean, maybe yeah. they cut it down, but like during the show, I mean, I'm watching on 2X. I'm searching for 5X and get me through this. This is the most traumatic part. But, but then, right, right. There has to be some, there has to be some financial motivation or just some kind of like contractual obligation to hear his whole speech because anybody there with is. a heart. Yeah. It's got to be. Anybody with, she doesn't need his proposal. She knows he's gaga. It's also sort of boilerplate. If you want to know the truth, it wasn't like, he's not like the, a great writer. And Nate's was okay. so floppy that it was sincere. You know, amazingly, specially, fabulously. This was very much a, I knew from the moment that I saw you. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh, okay. I have come to, over the last eight weeks, I have come to know that you are my wife. You know, it was like, all right, all right. If she really did love him, as she claimed right before the commercial break. The minute he went down to get on one knee, she would have lifted him by the shoulders and said, don't. I'm so Right. Sorry. That's the How problem. You did you say you loved this him. man, and then you were down to, like, humiliate him a little bit. Humiliating. So what did she finally say? She basically was like, I wasn't lying yesterday when I told you that I did fall in love with you in the end. But when it comes, you know, I, I will always love you. You have a special place in my heart. You know, I everything I felt was real. But, like, at the end of the day... It just feels like Nate's my dude. And then he goes into really heavy Lamaze breathing. Oh, no. It was way too long. Right there in front of her? And he threw the ring. Is that what he threw? Because that's when it cut back in. Was He was throwing something. He threw the ring. <laughs> now... We don't know the quality of Neil Lane. I imagine it's something like De Beers because there's really, again, marketing, 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 right? Tiffany's right. would never. Tiffany's would never. But I can only imagine that the ring costs money to someone, which, again, we're getting over in the next, um, you know, it's going to start in the next two years and we're going to have new currency. It already kind of started crypto, moon coin, whatever. But right. it's like, it's like, dude, don't throw the ring, man. Don't throw the fucking ring, dude. Uh, you're obviously not ready for marriage if you are not responsible enough. Throw, p- punch your pillow. That's what right. mommy said. Punch your pillow. But then, but then, like, throw a cup. Sh- throw a cup of ice. I think the throwing kind of helped a little bit because he very shortly after was like, I mean, I can try and chase after her, but I know it's not going to change the result. What so I think he window? actually. The ra- did he throw the ring in the ocean? Where did it go? Did it some break? Po- some intern had to go pick it up. Somebody had to find the ring and glue it back together to bring back to Neil. Yeah. That's a Neil. huge liability. Don't throw the fucking ring, bro. So Maybe that's in the contract. Your heart and soul, but you're not to be trusted with this, you know, $100,000, you know, prop. Right. Dumb. The other thing I want to say about engagement day, why are Caitlin and Tasha both wearing white? Because they are dumb bitches. I'm done with Caitlin. I'm sorry Sorry. that Tasha's out. I'll say she, I think she did an okay job at the, after the final rose, like by herself. She's okay. Right. Right. But I enjoyed having one person there better than both of them. Cause the two of them together are annoying. Well, they have no chemistry and they're as unaware as Brandon. But what I'm wondering is where was Tasha? She had COVID. She got, um, she was exposed to COVID. Throwing this out there. No, she didn't. Agree. I want you to know that if I tell you I have COVID, there's a 50% chance that I don't. But I don't know how to say, I'm good on this. 
right? And I think Tasha's good on this now. I think she got broken up with. We saw her walk off last time. We had a group, a group meet, a group chat that was live. She just had her engagement fail. She just didn't get chosen as the host for next season. She lost her job. She lost her man. She doesn't need to fucking go to that marketing event for ABC. And she knows Caitlin is super excited to do it by herself. So she's like, I'll throw this gala bone. No, Caitlin has been preparing for on camera for years. Yeah. Her face doesn't move. Her mouth barely moves at this point. But that's not mine to judge. I just think she does look like a blow-up sex doll. <laughs> but but not yours to judge. <laughs> I'm not being judgmental. I'm being more, it's it's more of a... Observant. Yeah, like it's it's like, you know, the sky is the sky and the ocean both look blue. Right. Caitlin looks less human, more like a blow-up sex doll. Yeah, I thought she looked more human than usual last night. Okay, so maybe but, I okay. should watch because I'm, I'm being hypercritical and that isn't... As we move into the next nodes, we want to actually be really open to everybody being welcome here, even if, you know, I just, I guess it's just like, as someone who is an excellent host, I'm, maybe it's my own shit again. It's not about Caitlin. It's about the fact no, that I think I'm a better host and I have no fucking career or income. Right. Write a fucking review of the Space Trash podcast, you fucking assholes. It's the only way but to monetize. I, Thank you. I think other people probably have the same, have the same, um, Opinions. That's my community. That's my community. Yeah. Okay. So then we get the engagement with Nate. Um. Very. very, As I said, very cheesy platitudes from the both of them. Um. But you know, it works out. I thought he was nervous in a way that Brandon wasn't. That that I I believed him. Brandon wasn't nervous. Brandon was like, "Okay, girl, here it is. It's engagement time." Right. And then like, but Nate was like. (laughs) He That's was his like, voice. like, Michelle, if you would actually want to marry me, I'm so fucking down. Like, I thought it was a little yeah. more natural. It was a little bit, you're such a completely amazingly awesome woman. Like, it was it was imperfect. It was clumsy. It was yeah. genuinely giddy and excited. She was obviously down. They are a great couple. For her, she's 5'9". That's not so tall. But 6'3 is not that interesting. 6'8", she's never imagined a world... I never thought I could be in pool office in North Jersey. She never thought there was going to be someone that would actually make her feel short. Until the eclipses came along. The eclipses came along. And then a hero so, comes along. And then a giant here. And then a huge. No, I need a better word. Then a. husband comes along. Or a cancer. Then a cancer comes. No, that's actually kind of like. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, but, like, I, I just hate that cancer is cancer. I know. Why is that? I've always wondered that. I think it's because, like, either way, it's, like, annoying and, like, never gives up and, like, will, like, you know, attack your soul if you <laughs> don't treat it right. I don't know. But it's, like. It's, like, turkey and turkey. So many here, here, and here, there, there, and there. It's, like, we got to redo language. We got to redo it. It's you know? time. It's, it's um, really time. You know, but 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 I, I liked his engagement. I thought a hero came along. With the strength to carry on and fucking pick you up and spin you like a basketball over his head. He's big enough to give her an experience that she be seen. How about be seen as short? Never in her life has she met a man like Nate or as tall. They look great together. Um, So good. What we found out after the show, the only in the clips that I saw of after the final rose, um, their moms... 
Now, I think this is so faded for so many reasons. Not okay. only in their chart, it, are they a Gemini sun? They, they were here do, do, finding each other. That's what this was. So, this, so that's where it's like, this is their Saturn return. And then being the lo- being that example right. of higher love is that Saturn, right? And like being on a TV show and becoming famous is a Saturn return moment, for sure. 100%. 100%. Yes. Yes. Well, and too, I also think we got a few questions answered in the conversations with Nate because we had said it before, like with this chart, Nicole does have bigger ambition. Nicole, oh my God. With Michelle. this chart, she just messaged me. With this chart, Michelle does have bigger ambition. And it's like, oh. She wants to be a principal. Now, that is more of a Sagittarian role. I get, yes, she is going to be a principal. She mm-hmm, is principal Michelle, mm-hmm. who's also a TV star. That's sad shit, okay? Very cool. Love, love. And she's teaching higher love to the youth. Fabulous. And um, I think it was the my favorite moment of the season, period, was when we saw Nate's mom, who has all but given up on love in general. I mean, not even with her ex-husband. Yeah. There's no love allowed in the house. Don't you dare bring love home. And then spreading rumors and lies. He's never even had a girlfriend. Well, actually, you told him not to tell you. So how do you fucking know? And you clearly uh, don't know that much about love because you're not in a relationship that's functional. And and the ex-husband is here to be the father. And they had never said, I love you, until the the meet, meet and greet. What's it called? Hometown? I mean... It's ridiculous there's no love there's a loveless right. life there's a loveless life Nate had to learn love himself by being forced to go on the bachelorette with it thank god a preschool teacher was there to be like Nate is it a b or c but ultimately he's game for it. a cancer man double cancer man he's strong he's his heart he is a safe space and he's open to learning and growing he's just a kid after all but a big tall kid that's perfect but then at the after the final rose they were like, how's it going, blah, 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 how are your families? And then they, they do a shot to the audience. And the mo- they, they might as well have been Frenching. These moms were sitting arm in arm, like Bert and Ernie, like with their arms. Oh, they were hugging during the Besties. Episode. Besties. This was what Nate's mom needed so bad. Not only does your son do love, miss, he's a gorgeous 6'8", sweetie petite. This guy's fucked before, okay? But also, you can find love too. And... You might not have any friends or love. Now your child is leading the way. Cancer, the eclipses for cancer were, were a couple, you know, actually around the time of the divorce was when the cancer eclipses were. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Your son mm-hmm. going to be the new seed. Okay. But you are watching yourself be wrong on national television where your son did find love is giving the world gorgeous. Hope. And we you love. have a friend. She was looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, man. It's not going to be the husband. She's or the got husband. a buddy. Or and the, it turns or out. The, or the sterile home. It's going to be LaVon. Right. And we finally found out that Nate is actually from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Not actually Austin, Texas, which I did clock earlier. I said, he said he moves. He said he moves a lot. But they didn't tell us that. So actually, that's like a similar climate to Minnesota. And as they said, like, it's like a five, seven hour drive. It's actually healing his family on such a deep level because, I know, he he escaped Winnipeg. You couldn't be farther unless you go to Mexico from Winnipeg than yeah. southern Texas, okay? This brings him up north, right? The climate's the same. Now his family is actually seeable, drivable. You could drive there. Another win for mom. Another win for mom. I mean, no, you got your kid back. You got your kid back. You got your soul back. Do you want to know something else? I found out. What? 
she is a teacher. It's perfect. It's so full circle. So, I mean, the karma is complete. Now, what I'm thinking, Brandon and Nate's mom. Now you're getting to... (laughs) I know you've seen the commercials. Are you a senior citizen looking for love and want to do the senior citizen bachelorette? Right. I think before Nate's mom embarrasses herself, we should introduce her to Brandon because at the end of the day, he's ready for marriage. And he can get he loves him. a mom. He loves a mom. Loves we a saw mom. him getting down on LaVon. LaVon is the ultimate teacher of love because we do know from Michelle's retelling and retelling and retelling the story, she went out of her way to stand for love at a time where people were acting outwardly racist about interracial couples. And she was like, nah, this my dude. And then they were in this white community where they had these two beautiful goddess daughters and Levon raised two girls to believe that love is real and I think she is you know I would love she's, she's a good friend girls. for yep really well, good friend for Nate's mom the friend Nate's mom again could have never even imagined the one thing I can tell you about Canada from what I understand unless they live like in the city city it seems like they have more land between homes yes certainly does so it's like like in Minnesota, yeah, depends, even I guess. if you're heartbroken, you see people around. Like a seven-hour drive down to Minnesota ain't, ain't much, you know, at that point. Now with a friend, but it's worth it. With a friend and a house. A friend and a house and your child, she going to America, she going to meet a new man. Yes, she is. Or she's going to meet Brandon. Or she's going to meet Brandon's going to be like, I just want to be close to Michelle if I can. So I'm also moving to Minnesota too in case she does want to do that Gemini Aquarian thing and be poly with me and I'll just fuck her on the side when she's available because eventually she'll be my wife I guess and then that's when we'll introduce we'll give her a little glow up Nate's mom and also Nate's mom and Levon look at what's Nate's mom's name I don't know why because Levon was such a name but they look exactly alike yes like, if Brandon liked Michelle's mom he's he also likes Nate's mom they're love the Levon. same fucking type yeah so the, last thing is the down payment. So I didn't watch payment. this part. Tell the people what I missed, what we missed. Ooh. So they were gifted a gingerbread house. Inside the gingerbread house was a check for a down payment on a house. I don't think we got to see the exact amount, mm. but this was new. This was not something that's normally done. And my brain immediately went to what are the producers trying to pull off here? And what I think they're trying to do is keep this couple together at all costs because- oh. Every other couple for the last couple Bachelor Bachelorettes has had a big breakup, split up drama. Okay, Matt James and Rachel got back together. It was ugly in between. Chris Harrison lost his job in the interim. But everyone else has been breakup, breakup, breakup. So I think they go, you know what? The ring obviously wasn't enough for these doofuses. We got to get them into a 30-year mortgage and keep this shit going. And they're like, for us, it's going to cost what? What did they probably give them? Well, 70 grand. where my head went, where I thought- well, I just feel like, what are they, like, logged into their Zillow? They don't know, not only do the producers not know what would, they don't know what financial markets these two are in. They don't know what. They didn't say the down payment. They said a down payment. Like, it could oh. be. On, like, there's a reason we didn't see the number. You know what I mean? They're just giving them something to be a down payment, but to to lock them in. You know what it's like? My grandmother does this sometimes where she gives me, sort of has the appearance of being cash, but it'll be like, here's money for the sweater. And then I'll be like, thank you so much. And then it's like, I buy a bag of weed. I buy, I get, you know, I get an expensive meal or whatever. And then she texts me like, send me a pic of you in the sweater. And it's like, yeah, uh, 
like, no, I, I think they need that will and you thought it should be for the sweater or right. This is like you can only use this money for you, the down payment yeah. to your home. And the same thing is with the ring. What did you tell me before that? Like, there's like a contract that like you have, have to, to stay together. You have to stay together years. and or be at least together for two years in order to own yeah. the ring or something like that. Because I feel like even if I was going to break up as somebody who is an eighth house hustler, you know, I don't have any resources other than other than all of you beautiful people's ears and minds and hearts and your reviews on the Space Church podcast. But it's like if I had a ring that then would be mine to own with this person, I would tough it out. That's where I would do faux polyamory. And I would say we are together for this marriage at the yeah, end. That of would day. come out in the press. Yeah, but in the modern age, you can't say right, shit. right, right. And going no, forward, no, I would look if we're gonna play the game of marriage as it was, old paradigm marriage. The first rule of old paradigm marriage is marriage is business. So if you're gonna get mm-hmm. engaged, I don't care if you get married. I don't care if you ever sleep in the same bed. But you had better agree for two years to play house, or at least to, to play make house. nice, so that you can. That's split right the winnings in the end that's the gamble you take going on reality tv you don't actually have to be the loser and lose it all you can fake it for two years and make it after i think you're totally fucking right and you really are the fucking bachelor nation sleuth you are whisperer you're the whisperer of the nation no you are right they were actually trying to keep this couple together and here's now it actually it's it's not reparations financial pressure is what it is yep 100%. 100%. Okay. So basically that takes us to our last bit, which was tying up. Here's, here's what my, wait, my four wait. notes are about Clayton. And then we'll let y'all go. What lots of tears, lots of travel. Maybe it all ends in a quadruple. Tears, travel, and threesomes. This sounds like no, my foursomes. fantasy life. Foursomes. Wait, wait, wait. So we actually got the, I guess I'll have to watch, but we, we got the impression that they all fucked each other. No, 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 no. But I'm just, uh, you know, stirring the pot a little bit. Dude, but what if? Now that's a see. If if the Bachelor franchise wants to remain right um, relevant. relevant, they're gonna have to start fucking each other. Definitely bringing yeah. bringing a lot of travel back into the scene is gonna help. But but um, polyamory and travel. I mean, I'm watching. That's the show. That's, that's the, the show. show. What I do want to say though is like you're so right though that the travel is because even just thinking about that it's like of course he's falling in love with all of these people and even it was like of course in Mexico Michelle was like I am I do love you I am in love with you because right like the the allure of like being in like a place that's like so fucking beautiful you've never been there before right the feelings are just so heightened that like yeah I mean I do hope that we see all of those that those five people fuck each other I hope that we see um, Clayton really fall in love but you know what. We're moving into a new age, age of Aquarius. I hope it's with a couple. Of, and the North Node is about to be in Taurus, which is sustainability. Okay. If he leaves with two wives, it's okay with me. All right. Well, January 3rd, people. We'll see it happen there. That's okay. our show for uh, Michelle season. It's been lovely. I know. Happy birthday, Sad Gemini. And did you get your hair done? Your hair looks great. Thanks. I did get it done. <laughs> oh, I love it. The length is so cute. Thank you. And the color looks gorgeous. It's fabulous. Oh, you're too good to me. You two are Barbies. I love them all, Shanks. <laughs> okay, bye. You're our third Barbie. Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa from New Jersey. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.